0: Hey, this is Leon Poe, man. You're listening to Causeway Street Podcast.
1: What's up, y'all? This is Kenny Anderson. Y'all listening to the Causeway Street Podcast.
0: For all you new listeners out there, I'm your host, Josue Pavone. I'm joined as usual by my two co-hosts.
2: I'm Sean Dutra. What's up?
0: So, yeah, like, yeah, talk about walks yourself.
2: on the
3: B. There you go.
0: Joel Pavone. What up?
3: I'm a Pisces. <laughs> The most romantic it leads off with that. The most romantic sign in all of the zodiac. Oh, you couldn't tell by my voice already. Oh, sexy. But I'm the producer of this ensemble that we call Causeway Street, in case you missed it.
0: Hey, Bill Walton here, Celtics 1986. You're listening to the Causeway Street podcast. Yeah. Come here for nothing but the truth. This is where dreams come true. Thank you Boston for my life. Where are we going? You guys are such homers.
2: It's your boy Terry Rozier. You're listening to the Causeway Street Podcast. Now listen to my boys Joe Sway, Joel, and Sean.
0: days away from the regular season, which means it's our annual preview show, fellas. NBA season preview. Josue Pavone here. Joel Pavone. Sean Dutra. It's the Cosby Street Podcast. A... It also means we're days away from our live broadcast at the Harp. If you haven't signed up already for a chance to win tickets to the season opener between the Celtics and the Sixers, what the hell are you waiting for, all right? It's easy. You subscribe. If you're not subscribed already, you take a screenshot, tweet at us, and you're automatically entered to win the tickets. We'll be doing the drawing. Two days before the game, so you can come down, claim your tickets, come to the live show
2: just because you want to come out and have fun. Yeah, see, so win right. tickets by sitting on your goddamn couch. Exactly. Just screenshot the shit, and fucking tweet at us. We'll give you fucking tickets. Like, I've seen, I've seen more complicated
0: ways to win yes. tickets than than this. Yeah, and you know what, fellas, I got some news for you. Oh, what? What? We got some news, bro. Some news for you and for the listeners, of course. If you strike out and what? you don't win what? the tickets, what? come down to the Harp, sign up to win pair of Celtics tickets for a future game. We're giving away another pair thanks to our friends over at 1in100. They will be sponsoring the live broadcast. That's 1in100.co. That is your go-to site to win tickets to sporting events and concerts around the city. 1in100.co. That's O-N-E-N-100.co. So if you don't win the tickets to see the Celtics versus the Sixers, you can win tickets to see a future Celtics game. So Thanks there, to our friends over at one in one hundred. There is a reason to come to the harp then, huh? There you go. There you go. So now you have a reason to come to the harp and you also have two chances to win Celtics tickets.
2: Man. Making it rain Celtics tickets around here.
0: That's right. It's like Christmas for Celtics fans. That's how Causeway
2: Street do. That's how we that's how we're doing it. That's how we do
3: exactly. on Present, Causeway
0: Street. This is actually the first time we've ever done this. Present yeah, tense. Yeah. Yeah, because it's you know, it's a new season. Yeah, also, when you championship
3: get, aspirations
0: also when you get a chance head to 1in100.co you can also enter a raffle online raffle to win tickets to any concerts in the city any other sporting events like I don't know the ALCS yeah, that's- you know We got a lot going on in the city right Uh, uh, now. What's going on? Yeah, that's going on. Right now, this is the,
2: this is the hidden gem of anything in Boston right now. It is. You tried it, right? I did. You tried it it the last year.
0: Yeah, I
3: didn't,
2: I didn't win, but I felt like I I had a damn
0: good chance of winning. You have a really good chance.
2: Lots of, (laughs)
3: lots of shit going on in the city. You got the Bruins, you got the Pats, you got the Red Sox, Celtics. Get it together. A revolution. They're still kicking. No, no, that's it. No mats. Your plug for
0: all events in Boston. So yeah, that's what's going down. One in 100. So check them out. So sign up if you haven't already. If you don't win, come down to the harp and enter your name to win a pair of Celtics tickets. So you got two chances. What other podcast is giving away two pairs of fucking Celtics tickets right now? I can't think of one. No, besides, Nobody.
2: Causeway Street. Street is your right. place to get free.
0: That's right. Celtics tickets. I mean, this is just the reward for our listeners. You know for for keeping up with us yeah you know? you this is, this is this is how we give back to you your ears have bled for five years now now <laughs> exactly you now guys get... hear sean screaming <laughs> and hollering and saying things that probably pissed you off and now we're gonna wait you know, just me make, bro make up for that. you said some stupid stuff too well, i don't scream though you scream I,
2: you too scream yeah me and joe i get into it sometimes i scream occasionally yeah, that's true. You Can't tell me RJ Hunter's not a better shooter than <laughs> Devin Booker.
0: <laughs> no, if Tim wasn't Tim, that was, that was you. you would never give me so much flack for that, but because Tim is such a big Suns fan, that's why you giving me you give me shit for that. I said he's a he could be a better shooter. That's all I said. Oh, no, no, I said he's just as good of a shooter. I never said he was a better player. All right, I don't even want to go down this road. We we can we can, we can keep going with this, but this, well, like listen, Let's focus on the upcoming season, all right, which has nothing to do with RJ Hunter. I don't even know. Did he make the team? No. Did nope. he make the Hawks? Nope. Didn't make nothing. You don't even know that for sure. You're just saying that. Just assume Sean. I mean, Joel, look it up. Someone. I I kinda want to know now. Did RJ Hunter make the Hawks?
3: If he didn't, that'd be pretty bad. So
0: let's hope he did. I'll look that up. Anyways, all right. Preview show. Eastern Conference, Western Conference. We're previewing the entire season, the entire NBA. And we're gonna have Zach Pelican join us. Man, we haven't talked to Zach in a while. Nope. Should haven't talked
2: to him in a while. It's been
0: a while. But before we do that, before we get on the phone with with Zach, uh, we had to talk about Terry Rozier. I mean, I didn't see this coming. Did yeah. you two see this coming? Nah, Negotiation? Contract? Still, still on the Hawks, by the way. Apparently, he's still on the Hawks? There you go. Not, nah, Rozier's has, not on the Hawks. He has a, I <laughs> Talk about RJ Hunter. RJ, oh. RJ, still has a few more days
2: to we'll see if he, uh, makes the squad. If he sucks or
0: not. Let's go. Let's go, RJ. You got this. You got this. This is Big like, shout when, out to this RJ. like
2: when RJ Hunter went up against James Young a couple years ago to see who makes the squad. Yeah, a lot of people wanted it to be RJ Hunter. Well, a lot of people wanted it to be James Young, aka me, and I was fucking right. Remember when that was like the big talking point? That was the biggest thing for the regular season. That was when
0: our lives sucked as a (laughs) Celtics podcast. As a Celtics podcast. Can you believe
2: it that they're cutting RJ Hunter?
0: It was pretty much that and name an all star in the league and let's bring him to Boston. Yeah. Yeah. Oh,
2: uh, Paul Millsap coming to Boston. Yep.
0: Yep. Kevin Loves. Kevin Loves. The who else? Oh, Kevin Loves. Jimmy Butler. That was our first days. Yeah. First couple episodes. Anyways, Terry Rozier. The Celtics could reach a deal before the start of the regular season. Because there is a deadline for rookie contract extensions. What does that mean for this team? Does that mean Terry Rozier could be a trading chip? I don't know. What is this about? Is it, I, are the Southerns going to commit what 14, 15, 16 million dollars to a backup point guard? Is, is that it, what's going to happen? No, I don't think
2: so. I don't think so. And, and I don't think they can. They legit, if they do, then Kyrie's not being re-signed. I think like. Right that now, that makes no sense, though. Right now, everything, right now, everything is candy canes and roses and unicorn shits and fruity pebbles and everything that's good about being happy is what's happening right now in the preseason for the Celtics. Like that's it. Everyone's gonna be like, "Oh, of course, I'll resign here." Danny's like, "Of course, we're gonna try to resign Terry. We're even, we're even negotiating right now." You know what I mean? Like. Terry Rozier would be an idiot, an absolute idiot, to sign any contract before the start of this season. Am I right or am I wrong? Not necessarily. Why can't it be both?
3: Why can't they sign both Kyrie and Terry? Terry, like if you, if, so, if, so one if, of them if, is going to have to take a pay cut, listen, a big listen, pay no, cut. No. It's, it's Terry, because if you sign Terry now, no, listen, listen, he's a restricted free agent, right? Anybody can offer him 20-plus yes. next season, so
2: why why not 14 right now? Because that's... Fourteen million dollars a year versus twenty million dollars a year on a three-year contract. You're talking about eighteen million dollars he's losing out on. But Terry if he, Rose but, but if he if he agrees to it, who,
3: who cares? If he's like, I want to be on this squad okay, that yeah, that much. Yeah, well, hold on. Um, okay, but
2: oh, that that that's what. I'm, okay, if okay. he agrees to it, if he awesome. To it. We got to steal.
3: That's great. A so hometown if, discount. If he, if he agrees to it, and Kyrie walks, for example, bam, you got.
2: You have, you have, Joel, you have a fucking. What you're saying, what you're saying, makes complete sense. What I'm saying is that Terry well, no, Rozier are, is not the signing same thing, that though. contract.
0: You guys are saying the same thing, Joel. You're saying, you're saying no, that not. if Kyrie walks, you have that insurance. But what Sean is saying, it has to be either one or the other. And then you initially are saying that. No, why it, can't they both be signed?
3: Yeah, you're saying it's one or the other. No, and, and you're and saying the, that Terry won't won't sign.
2: Th- th- that's what I, I am saying. That Terry okay. Rozier is not going to sign. If he knows for a fact if he stays healthy this year and plays like we think we all anticipate, and even Danny, if Danny's going to put a, put thirteen million dollars on a hometown discount, we're anticipating him playing very well this year. He can easily go into unrestricted free agency or restricted free agency, whatever it is at the end of the year, and make twenty plus mill a year. Someone will sign him to that contract. So he'd be an idiot, an absolute moron, to sign with the Celtics right now, knowing. I play this year out. I sign my tender, whatever it is for this year. I play on my contract, and next
0: year, someone's gonna pay me. Yeah, but what if he doesn't want to do that, Sean? What if he doesn't want to play for the Magic or the Suns exactly. or, the, or the Hawks or like you're on whatever? A cha- you're in a championship like, contender whatever for the team. Next, it could be. You know, three to five years. I get it.
2: I get it. I get it. Why didn't Tony Allen stay? Oh, that's Tony Allen though. That's a different. <laughs> bro,
3: different, we literally you can't different. No, no, it's it is. not, man. It's it, Wait, Did wait, Tony wait, Allen, hold on. Did Tony Allen was he a key contributor when Paul Pierce was down?
2: No. Was, was Paul What Yes, he was. When Paul Pierce went down in 06, bro, bro, Tony injured Allen himself, had a great 6 games and, you, and then then you. he, injured, he himself. injured himself
3: 6 games later. They yes. were a fucking playoff but contender, never but mind But still a was Tony thing.
2: Allen not a vital part to the reason why they won a championship that year? Not a big piece like Terry. Terry was if if they if the something went to the finals last year,
3: you don't think you don't think that Terry was a is a key contributor to the to a to a team that has championship aspirations.
2: Forget the playoffs, just championship aspirations. No, wait, hold on. So wait, this year, this year, you think that Terry Rozier will have a smaller a smaller part in winning a championship than Tony Allen did in that in that Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, Ray Allen team? No. Then he's no, going to get paid. All right. So If Tony Allen had a small part on this team, and when they won a championship, and he said, "You know what? I really I had a small part on this team. We won a championship. I, you know what? I could stay here and I could help you guys win championships. Yo, but guess only, what? I'm going to get paid. So Terry Rozier but is going to no, have, we'll have a bigger part on a championship team. Wait, hold on, hold on. No, have a bigger part. Hold on, have a bigger part on championship team, and then say, I'm not going to get paid because Jam-
3: Memphis is a championship team ever. I'm asking you: Was Memphis ever a championship team?
2: You're not answering
3: my question. No, you're not. You're not seeing my point. My point is: Celtics never offered Tony Allen anything before Memphis did. Right now, Celtics are offering something to Terry Rozier, and if Rozier wants to take it, even if it's a pay cut or not, he can take it.
2: Yes, he can do anything he wants. No, to. I
3: know that, but I'm, all I'm saying is: If he, if he's if he's taking it, why, why, why would he be stupid to take if, it? If, that's, if, that's my question. Why if, would he be stupid to take it? Why would he be stupid to take it? Yeah. Why would he be stupid to take it? He wants to win, and he's not going to win if he goes somewhere else and gets more pay Because you're talking about, like Sway said, Orlando is going to offer. Could when offer was the last $20 guy
2: 20 any? When was the last time anybody you can remember took a hometown discount in professional sports? Tell me, tell me. I mean, when it comes to Terry Rozier, though, I just no, wait, wait, hold, hold on. Answer the question. I don't fucking care, dude.
3: I don't mean honestly. I don't. No one
2: takes hometown discounts anymore. I don't care. No one takes hometown discounts anymore. Okay. So all I'm the,
3: saying is you're, you're just, you're just assuming that he's not going to do it. I don't care either either way. All I'm saying is if if, this, if the Celtics are covering their asses on both on both ends, because the Celtics are like, what if we can't match? Please, what if the Celtics can't match? Of I'm course saying, they what, what, if, what, if, what if they can't match at the end of the season?
2: I know. I of course you negotiate. All right. you so try if, to get him signed but, right but now.
3: But you're but but comparing him to Tony Allen. Tony Allen was never a six man on the Celtics ever. Never. And yeah, he James And he got paid. James he wasn't James. He Posey, got paid because Memphis was the first one to reach out. If the Celtics were had a chance to reach out, or if they, you know, they were negotiating the summer before,
2: it's not different. because he was coming off an injury, bro. It was totally different. Right. I mean, this is a huge. So then what are we arguing about? I mean, this we're is, arguing about the fact that he's going to leave for free agency. He's not going to sign
0: a tender. Yeah. Well, this is the thing. If if this was like the second year of Terry Rozier, you know what I mean? If he was a bit younger. It would make more sense than now, right. but at the same time, I mean, he's not going to necessarily be thirty. If let's say he, let's say hypothetically he signs, he resigns, and he sticks around for I don't know what another three years. Let's just say, for sake of an argument, right? That that gets him to like twenty seven. I mean, he could still get his payday then, and even get offered more money with a championship in his resume. You know what I mean? So I, I think he wouldn't be completely ridiculous in, in in deciding to stick around, but at the same time, I can't imagine. Another team offer him twenty million. I just don't think it'll be that much. See, here, here's the thing, though. If, I don't. If, but if you're Terry Rose, right? 18 maybe. So then that, and then when you look at it that way, right? You're missing out on what, maybe four million per year. So you're missing out on $12, 8, 12, million, million.
2: 12 million, 16 million, However you want to look, however but, long it's time for. But then sign you can't.
0: For. You you also have to look at where he's at right now. I mean, let's let's face it. All this matters. His dad is got out of jail. He is. Scary Terry, this whole mantra he's got going on. Does that carry over to Orlando? Does that carry over to a smaller market? But compared Phoenix, to Boston, he, Phoenix, yeah, you so, know what I mean. So, so here's the I thing: I think he's, he's he's he likes it. He really he's comfortable here.
2: But if you talk, if you talk about him going to Phoenix, like he would be the veteran in that situation. You know what I mean? Like, but three could, years from now, yeah. No, I think even now he could go to that small team and be the veteran. He's got playoff experience. That that young team, not small team. Yeah, young team, right. small team. <laughs> Bunch of midgets out there running around. No. Uh, oh, sorry, little people. Little people. Come on, Excuse man. Me. Get around. Um, no, but if he went to – Tim went is to, like, fuck you, man. <laughs> if he went to Phoenix, he'd be like the veteran that's coming in. But here's my thing, right? I know Danny Ainge loves Terry Rozier. Loves Terry Rozier. But don't you think that if there is so many big money contracts on the Celtics and the Celtics are always a hub for Anthony Davis, Kawhi Leonard, uh, who's going to come here, who are we trading for? Don't you think if Terry Rozier deep down could pick his destination and be sort of the guy somewhere, he would jump at the choice to pick his destination rather than sign a contract in two years when you have a huge money crunch between Marcus Smart being on the books? Remember, they just signed Marcus Smart. Kyrie Irving. Uh, let's say let's say they sign Kyrie and Terry in your magical situation. Then you have to figure out how you're going to sign Tatum. Then you have to figure out how you're going to sign Brown. You still have Hayward on the books too. Yeah, but you can someone's cross, go, No, you what, don't so,
0: have to cross that bridge right now. I mean, no, Jalen Jalen is but, coming up, but, but
2: no. But listen, uh, but listen, but listen, Hayward.
0: Yeah, Horford. How, how long are you sign,
2: How long are you going to sign Terry Rozier for? So gonna, just said it
3: for, for example, three years, third year is a player option. He says, "Well, oh, I see that Jalen's going to get paid." Tatum's going to get paid. Where does that leave me? Plus, plus, yes, we're, he's going to get traded. Assuming, he, but, uh, but we're assuming too. And then that's another. That's probably another reason. Okay, I agree with you. Then that's another reason why the Celtics probably want to sign him for low money because it's he's a trade asset. Mm. At the end of the day,
2: yes. Yeah, so if Terry was, whether he extends uh, I, so it or not, you're looking from the Celtics' perspective, which I agree with you 100. percent
0: Right, Terry's perspective. It's like what we talked about last week with Greenberg. I mean, they just don't have that 14 million that they can plug in to match salaries to to bring in a guy like
2: Anthony Davis. For Ter- from Terry's perspective, he if he signs for less money right now. He would be a future trade chip, which why would he sign up to be that? Where mm. Danny could send him to anywhere. Fucking imagine if he get, get a part of a New Orleans deal and Terry's in New Orleans with All nobody. Right. The same reason why Marcus Smart signed his deal. Right. Well, why Marcus were- Smart, I, truthfully, like I know I'm a Marcus Smart guy, but like Terry Rozier is a lot more leverage than Marcus Smart. Does. I know, but Marcus Smart, my point is my Marcus Smart's deal is a tradable deal. Yeah, that's why that's right. why they, they he gave really him the deal that he gave. He him. He really didn't have any other options. Right. Because guess what? Yeah, exactly. Marcus so Smart Terry, makes sense for the Celtics. But Terry Terry Rozier makes sense for a lot of other teams. Exactly. So that's why I'm saying my bottom line is Terry shouldn't sign anything right now. And I think as the Celtics fans, we're being a little bit greedy to say, hey, sign a three year, 13 million dollar contract where somebody out there would be stupid enough to give you uh, uh, even if it's a five year, 13 million dollar deal. That's still twenty six million more dollars is guaranteed. I say, I say he, I say the something should offer him. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying he's
3: going to take it, but should offer him three years, fifteen mil. That's $45 million. That's forty five million dollars for three
0: years.
2: Maybe, maybe he'd, he'd be a little silly to take it. Yeah. But I get, I get. There's two sides
0: of the story. That, and you know, another thing also. I, I think the timing of this whole thing is just, it's off. I mean, I don't see this deal coming together this quickly. Well, it's yeah, just, I mean, if, if I we're known. talking about this in, in August or even a month ago, they have a strong chance. At getting something done here, but at this point, it's just too big of a decision to make within the next what four days.
3: Well, maybe. Well, maybe it's been going on all summer, and we're just now getting, catching
0: wind of it. That could be true. because that you know be the, the Celtics
3: are not known
2: for giving rookie extensions. But I will. I will say, what I tell you, what restricted I tell I tell you? ones. Don't believe anything you say. Don't believe you. I don't believe. Don't <laughs> believe, <laughs> Don't believe anything you say. I believe, I believe everything I say. I mean, don't I believe. Mean,
3: I, mean, I mean that should be your mantra. Don't believe anything you say. Don't
2: <laughs> don't believe anything you hear
3: right before the season starts. No, but that's not coming from Terry, though. That's that's different. You're talking
2: about Kyrie. Doesn't matter. Like Kyrie, I mean, what's Danny going to say right All now. Right, so of then of course trying to sign him. Yeah. All yeah, right, yeah, so yeah, then yeah. let's
3: talk about Kyrie and his verbal. Does that change anything? Your opinion on what you know if Kyrie's going to be here long
2: term? No. Okay, then. So then, what is, what, if, what has been my biggest point about Kyrie the entire time? You're afraid he's going to get injured. It's not the fact that Kyrie won't sign here. It's the fact that Danny won't sign Kyrie. All right. So then, if you sign Terry now. If you sign Terry now then guess what? And Kyrie bounces. Kyrie's out. That's why I don't think the both of them can coexist. I don't think the money works, I don't think the playing time works. I, I don't think the investment works. I think if, this, is, I think if this, this was any other squad, this is just me. Any other squad
3: Terry wouldn't consider signing. Yeah, and you know what? You but just because because it's the Celtics though, and because of what he's done and what the, and how the team has been, you know, been put together, he's like I want to be a part of this. I've been a part of this shit since when it was just Isaiah and nothing else. And when and when no one no one believed in and in, in Terry getting drafted by Danny, everyone's like, "What the hell is Danny thinking? Another guard? Another guard? Right?" And he ended up being one of one of uh Brad Stevens' best
2: players in the postseason. But I will say this: What bench is going to have two players on it that are making between Marcus Smart and this potential deal you're talking about with Terry Rozier? The Warriors. That's thirty like, million dollars. I get in, you, but maybe,
3: bench, but maybe maybe the Celtics. For the next few years, won't care about luxury tax like the Warriors do. They're, main, they're paying Livingston how much? They're paying Igual Dollar. He's in his, he's in the high teens for a backup. I don't know, man.
0: We'll have to wait and see. We'll wait and see. And obviously, the next time we, uh, record, we'll be live at the Harp and it'll be past the deadline. So we'll know whether, uh, Trey Rozier signs an extension or not. Yeah, My say, guess I'm, is it's probably gonna not it going to happen.
2: I'm going to say it does.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, but, uh, we'll see what happens. Anyways, let's preview the upcoming season. Uh, Eastern Conference, Western Conference, we'll get all into it right now. We got uh, Zach waiting patiently on the phone lines. I feel like it's been like two years since we talked to this dude. And I think a congratulation oh. is in order for Mr. Peliquin, who's engaged now. A woman decided she wants to spend the entire life with now, Zach. <laughs> we are in Massachusetts. It's crazy.
2: Are we sure? zach can you confirm or deny
0: <laughs> if it's a man or woman <laughs> is that what you're getting at right now
2: i don't,
1: I don't know i you do you'll never know <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay congrats jeez i know it was like three thank months you, ago thank you what are you looking yes, at like uh, different places and stuff Like, are, are you doing that you you still going through that phase
1: we're, we're ahead of a lot of stuff we kind of uh booked a lot of that so it's actually been uh a little bit of quiet time i think up next is the uh, the honeymoon we got to figure out where that's going to be but ah, that's,
2: that's riveting bro
0: do you oh yeah, GE mad cakes <laughs> oh, <yeah.
2: laughs> and guys, try uh, mad cakes. good good thing we brought this up. We're actually giving away tickets to Zach's wedding. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: That's right. Follow us on <laughs> <laughs> you front <Yeah>. row. <laughs> you and ten of your best friends get to go and see Zach Get special The <laughs>
3: Special
2: winner gets invited to the bachelor party. <laughs>
3: you'll, the, be, you'll be on Zach's family side of the church, <laughs> the, the Causeway
0: Street table. <laughs> ah,
2: shit, too funny.
0: Oh, man. All right, Zach. So let's let's uh, let's start in the East. Why not? You know, there's this is all this talk about the Celtics and how good they're going to be. They're not going to struggle. They're going to win like 75 games. So where do you where do you fall in, in this conversation? How, how good is this team going to be?
1: I, worst case scenario, seventy two wins.
0: Right, but uh, oh, yeah, yeah that that's, was, that's what I was thinking. I mean, the whole Warriors thing all over again. That's what that's what we're going to look at. You know, oh, Warriors and Bulls. Yeah. So they
1: win like the first fifty straight, and then maybe they just kind of tail off at some point, move like a game or two there, here and straight. there. But no, there's
3: going to be. Uh, are they bored? 50 yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> was,
1: was Kyrie sleeping through that game? He was actually sleeping on the bench. That, that <laughs> <night>. um, <laughs> no, they, sh- they should be very good. They should be very good. I'm incredibly excited about this team this year. I mean, you, I was thinking about it before uh, we hopped on the call. And is there a team in the East, actually, maybe in the NBA, maybe not just the Eastern Conference, that added more talent than the Celtics did from what their playoff roster looked like last year to what their opening day roster is going to look like this year? They just added two perennial oh. all-stars with Kyrie Irving and Gordon Hayward, and they were in the Eastern Conference Finals a year ago. So, yeah, they, they improved, and they improved in a big way. So I, they should be, the for me, I, I would think the clear-cut number one team in the East. And you know what? They might have the best record in the NBA this year. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Bold prediction. I like it. I like it. Mm-hmm. All right,
0: where's Philly fall? They'll say second.
1: I got them at third. I got them at third. I think they still need to figure out a few things in the backcourt. Uh, I don't know if Markel Fultz, Sean's boy, is uh, is quite there yet. But uh, if he can mature a little bit, if he can figure it out a little bit and get into the starting lineup and, and maybe deliver on some of that promise as a number one pick a year ago, I, I, I say they get up to at least third. Uh, I, I say I still think there's at least one more team that's going to be able to uh, finish a, a little bit ahead of them.
0: Yeah, Sean's still waving that Fultz flag. He won't let that go.
2: Yeah, Fultz, maybe. Maybe he'll come back, you know? Oh, now it's
0: maybe. No, nah, he'll know. come back. He's fucking coming back. I'm just saying. I sense a tune being changed.
2: No, no, no. I'm in. I'm in on Fultz. I'm in on Fultz. I'm just saying maybe not, you know. Rookie of the year. Do you candidate. still
0: Do you still have that Uh, It's All?
2: Yeah. The, it's the, all, the
0: t-shirt? It's all Fultz. It's all, that's all Fultz. That's you still all have Fultz. that shirt from, yeah. from Green Line? Of course T's? I do. Yeah, You're of course rocking I do. That? Yeah, Fultz. <laughs> he was so pissed that night. Yeah, tell. man, yeah. That was, <laughs> was like, take the fucking shirt. <laughs> hundreds of shirts produced. <laughs> All right. So who's number two, who's we're number two? You got him at three.
1: Uh two. I like Toronto. I think uh if, if yeah, Kai like uh Kawhi not Curry, if Kawhi can be healthy um and be close to the player that we remember him as in, in San Antonio, I think that team got better by uh swapping him for Rosen. Um yeah, I mean I, they were the number one team in the East last year. I think they're still a very strong team this year. And, uh, you know, Leonard in the East, I mean, there's going to be a cakewalk. There's going to be a lot of easy nights for these teams at the top of the East with uh, with a very, very weak bottom half of the conference. So I like Toronto. I think they're going to – they'll be uh, the two right behind Boston and then, like I said, Philly uh, rounding out that top three.
3: Okay. So you got Boston, Toronto, Philly. Who's that Who's that mystery fourth team? Because I think after the, those three teams, it, it can go either way, right, right. for a lot well, of people. Me, a, who's the uh, sleeper? Me, can I guess, Give me a can a sleeper I guess team. who
2: the sleeper is? The Pistons, huh? <laughs> huh, Zach? is still riding that bandwagon, huh? I see Philly <laughs> moved up on your list this year, huh? huh? huh?
1: Dude, how bad were you sweating for like the first three months of the season last year when they were like a second in the conference? Yeah, I was. I
0: was. And Brooklyn was 10th. Yeah, I was quiet. I was quiet. Yo, off air. You you actually admitted to You're like, yo, if the Pistons are still relevant in February. Because <laughs> I'm never going to hear the end of it from Zach. Huh? Huh? Oh, man. Yeah, give me a give yeah, me a super squad. I like
1: I like uh, I like Milwaukee this year at four. Uh, I like them at four. I think uh, Giannis is uh, he, I think he's an MVP in them this year. Hmm. I think he's an MVP in him. I think he runs that team right up to fourth, gets them a home seed. I think that's going to be a very dangerous team come playoff t- uh, playoff time. My big thing with Milwaukee is can they maybe squeak out a deal to get one more stud player? We heard some rumors about uh, Chris Middleton bouncing around the idea of possibly trading him. Uh, to, to see if they can improve their their star power, but uh, we'll see what happens. I, I like the Milwaukee team at four, though, and uh, in the East.
0: Yeah, see, for me, I feel like they they have to add to those guys. Like I like Middleton for that team, especially if he's healthy. You right. know, we, we saw the difference what he does for that team when he's healthy. You know, in comparison to the years where he he missed so many games. But another person that a lot of people are not talking about is Brook Lopez. I mean, Brook Lopez, if he's healthy, that's legit. No, it's not. What do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? Brooke Lopez? What is this? 2007? Yo, for a fourth option? What do you mean? Yeah. For an offense that can use all the offense that they can get at this point? Because think about it. Who else is going to score for that team besides Chris Middleton and obviously Giannis? Like, yeah, and, and oh, I guess you got, you know, Drew Bledsoe <laughs> going in there. Are you, are you more,
2: are you higher on Brooke Lopez on name the name Bucks Eric, or man.
0: Dwight Howard on the Wizards? Brooke Lopez on the Bucks? That's it's ridiculous.
2: Why is that ridiculous? That's just
0: a ridiculous statement. I don't know. Well, all right. Well, give me, give me a, give me a Brook Lopez stat line then, if it's so ridiculous.
2: Brook Lopez stat line this uh, year: fourteen games played.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah, well, I mean, if he's healthy, he said if he's out there.
3: He sure. A, you know,
2: I don't know. I feel like I feel
3: like the Bucks are always going to be that middle of the pack kind of team. Until they do add another, they need you know, add star, else. yeah, like a star quality he player. He can't win by himself. I think I think the Pacers have a better squad than the Bucs do right now, to yeah. be honest.
2: truthfully,
0: Really? Yeah. I think, this is the, the team the Pacers, that took the Celtics to seven
3: games, though. I understand that, but everything is predicated, again, around Giannis. Can Giannis take that next step? We don't know, because now, it's, it- it's the same exact squad, and we don't know who the, their new coach, how how he's going to play into the whole equation.
0: All right, well, let me let me ask you this, then. Which team got better during the offseason, the Bucs or the Sixers? I mean, that's the thing. Like they, they actually got better with the moves that they made. The Sixers. Who do they have besides Wilson Chandler?
3: All right. So then, other than other than Lopez, who else uh, do, do, you, do you feel like can make a, a legit impact for the Bucks?
0: Well, first of all, Giannis is. I still, I still see upside in Giannis. You know, so that's that's works in their yeah, favor. He
2: just has to, He has to be. He has to be more consistent.
0: But the Bucks don't right. have shooters,
3: and if I mean, if Giannis developed a three point shot over the summer. Well, that, not, well, maybe that makes a
0: difference. Well, see, that's the thing, though. That's why I think adding offense, like for a guy like Brook Lopez. And look, I, I'm not putting him in that category, like like Zach said. You know, trading for a, a you know superstar or whatever. He's he's clearly not that, but he's a solid. You know, what 13, 14 points a game. I mean, that so
3: he, essentially, gives him a boost.
0: Essentially, you just replaced Jabari Parker. Right, not really, because Jabari Parker was very inconsistent, and there's a reason why he didn't see minutes in the postseason as I mean, much as people expected. Him are to injury prone, so
3: again, if Brook Lopez stays healthy, then yeah, you can. I can see him. You know, like you said, thirteen, fourteen guys, points. Guys, but. here's
2: here's the thing: Brook Lopez, Jabari Parker, fourth options are not going to make you
0: a playoff contender or put you over the top, right? I mean, let's be honest. And this week Eastern Conference, I mean, it gives you a boost. It, it puts you in a position where, like Zach said, you get home court. They didn't have home court. If the Bucs had home court against the Celtics, I don't know if the Celtics get out of that yeah, series. Yeah, but you, you asked if— Actually, no, no, I'm going to flat out say they don't get out of that series. Right. so court. then
3: so then you you just ask who had a better offseason, the 76ers or the Bucks? Yes. But if the 76ers are still the same, pretty much the same exact squad— they were better than the Bucks last year. And adding Brooke Lopez doesn't mm, make them better but than the How do
0: they look the Sixers, in the playoffs though? Because they don't have a closer. That's always been my thing about the Sixers. There's no closer. Same they thing don't with the have Bucks. A guy. Giannis is not a closer.
3: Giannis is a closer a top ten in different in a different way than I mean again they don't have shooters. They don't have it's not you're not gonna de- you're not gonna depend on Bledsoe, you're
0: not gonna depend on Middleton. Yeah, you got Chris Middleton who's who shot nearly fifty yeah. percent throughout the series against the Celtics. He was on fire.
2: Yeah, I think Minnesota if uh, Minnesota, if um Milwaukee can find a way to get Jimmy Butler, then we have a different Yes, state. exactly. But, <laughs>
3: but, at the, this but point, the Bucks don't
2: want to give up Middleton. At this point, it's it's it is what it is. I think they're they're a four or five seed. They'll be middling in the Eastern Conference. I mean, unless Philly drops, unless you know, which I think I don't think Toronto's gonna be sniffing the top four this year. But um, you know, I I I think are they the are they here's the bottom line. Are do they contend with the Celtics at the top of the Eastern Conference? Oh, the Bucs? Yeah. No. No. No.
0: Well, the Celtics no. are a clear cut favorite though. Yeah. Like, no one contends with the Celtics. Yeah. And, the, and the best of seven series, I mean, yeah. The, the biggest threat, I, I'm still with I'm still saying the Raptors, but that's because they have Kawhi Leonard. Obviously it's a big if, depending on how he bounces back from his injuries. But you know what? Speaking of Jimmy uh, Butler, Zach, if this trade somehow comes together and he becomes a member of the Miami Heat, where does that put them in the Eastern Conference? Because obviously we don't, we don't know the names that are involved, but we sort of have an idea. I mean, they, they did frame this trade that was close to, to going through and then it fell, fell apart in the last second. I guess they're in the pretty much finalizing the deal before it fell apart. But, uh, you know, Dragic was, was one name. Uh, we're hearing another team may be involved. Let's just say hypothetically, Jimmy Butler, Member of the Miami Heat, where does that put them in terms of challenging those four teams that we just mentioned at the top of the Eastern Conference?
1: I think if they could put it together and not lose too much in the process, I I think you can put them right in the conversation with Milwaukee. Maybe even as high up as as Philly. Uh, I think Butler, Mm -hmm. in my opinion, at this current juncture, if you have Butler on a Miami squad, he's better than any player on that Philly team and it just as of right now now we're not talking about potential a year from now or even by the end of this year but as of right now I think Butler would be better than any of those players on Philly. Would I sit here and try to sell the idea that Miami could get to the Eastern Conference finals potentially but I still don't think they're getting past Boston. Boston is too deep. I mean, I know we're, we love, we love our Celtics we're we're homers you know sometimes but I mean this Boston team is that's yeah, going to be a mountain climb for anyone in the East right now. So even with Butler I think Miami may be somewhere in that 3-4 mix. But ultimately, uh, I still really like Boston Toronto over them.
2: All right, last question, Eastern Conference. Who's going to make the playoffs that uh, maybe people aren't thinking about? Maybe the Celtics' do- first-round matchup, making that 8 seed.
3: I think it's going to be Cleveland. Yeah, I was about to say the same thing.
2: <laughs> I was about to say the same thing.
0: Yeah, you think Kevin Love returns to being the uh, the Minnesota version that he was once was, once upon a time?
1: I, yeah, I, I think he can. I mean, at this point, there's going to be so many shots to go around with LeBron out of the lineup with all, all the other stars that they've kind of hemorrhaged over the last year. I think Love is going to hes gonna put up nice stat lines. I don't know if he's going to be as uh, effective in terms of being a, uh, a winning player, but at the end of the day, I think the stat lines are going to be impressive in a bad Eastern conference, especially the bottom portion of the conference. I think Cleveland sneaks in as an eighth seed. I think Boston abruptly beats the bag out of them for four straight and sends them straight back home. But uh, yeah, I think Cleveland, the thing is at the bottom of the Eastern Conference, anyone outside of really maybe six or eight teams, a lot of these teams are going to be tanking. A lot of the teams in the East are going to be tanking, trying to go up to the draft picks. I don't think, Cleveland's one of those teams that they're kind of stuck in no man's land where I don't think they're bad enough to really have a great draft pick. And at the end of the day, they're going to go out there and have to give a good effort night in, night out, which I think just giving a good effort might get them into the playoffs. Uh, teams like, I mean, if Miami can't get this Butler deal done, I mean, do they hold on to players like Whiteside, like like Drajic, or maybe do they finally say, you know what, screw it, we're going to get rid of these guys, we'll we'll put them on trades, and and you know, kind of take a step back to be able to rebuild? It just it feels like a very open bottom portion of the uh, the bracket when it comes to the Eastern Conference. I think Cleveland ultimately uh, snags it, and uh, just for. Shits and giggles. Uh, I think Detroit gets into at the bottom of the yeah. <laughs> at the bottom of the seven seed.
0: <laughs> there
2: you go, Sean. See, I can I no. can deal with that than being like the number
0: three seed or whatever the hell you uh, he said yeah, they yeah. we were
2: gonna be last year. What about Reggie your... Jackson is the real deal. What about yeah. your squad from
0: what about your squad from Brooklyn, Sean? You're not you're not going on the the, hey, well, the we'll Nets train? We'll,
2: we'll get into my secret secret picks a little later, man. Don't worry
0: about that. <laughs> oh boy. I don't even want to hear it. All right, let's head out west. Uh, let's start in Los Angeles. Uh, I'm sure you know where I'm going with this. LeBron Clippers. James and the uh, yes, and the Clippers. Rivers. <laughs> no, <and> the Lakers, <laughs> the LA Rams. That wild bunch. Four no, baby. Wild bunch over in LA. Todd Gurley, Lakers. Man, I, I I wish these two or well, the the entire starting five or seven, eight players, their rotation would have like a reality show. I think it would be hilarious.
1: You know, the, the Western Conference, I was, I was looking at this before I hopped on. The Western Conference is a really interesting setup this year. You've got Golden State and Houston, I think, who are by far the class of the conference, even though Carmelo Anthony is probably going to take Houston a giant step backwards. Um, but, <laughs> just but Carmelo alone. Yeah, just Carmelo alone. He's, he's literally, he, that's minus 10 wins instantly. Um <laughs> in, uh, First to the fifth seed. Yeah, instantly. No, I, I still think Gold State and Houston, I think that's the class of the West, no questions asked. I think by getting rid of Carmelo Anthony, this guy might sound a little crazy. I think OKC improves a ton. I think you're going to be able to see, uh, Westbrook and Paul George kind of slot in a little bit better. I think the shot selection, both those guys going to be a little bit more open. Uh, so I do like what, what OKC could potentially look like this year. Uh, and that would be really my top three for the lakers i see them at four i mean lebron still is a huge presence in any lineup um i think he's going to be able to bring some of these younger players along a little faster guys like uh, brandon ingram you know he could benefit hugely by having a guy take some of the pressure off of him on the offensive end of the floor and i think having a guy you know for his hokey as it sounds a mentor like lebron who knows how to win who's had this type of success in the nba i think you could bring that you know a player like ingram along quite a bit um Lonzo Ball would be a little bit of uh, a strange question mark in that lineup. Can he play without the ball in his hands? Or does he ultimately become a distributor and allow LeBron to maybe get off the ball a little bit more? Um, Could be an interesting setup there. But I like the Lakers right in the middle of the pack, maybe around a four seed uh, going into this year. Four seed. Interesting. Yeah, I got them sixth, seventh. Yeah.
0: I just think playing yeah. all those teams in the Here, West here's, is going to kill, here's them, my thing. kill here's the my record. Thing.
2: I think that the West truthfully isn't as strong as we think. Great. A yeah. little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? The Spurs, where are the Spurs? You know what I mean? Perennial playoff team. Are they going to make the playoffs this year? Absolutely. Of course, man. They could, they could, they're like four.
3: You for, really? Do you forget that DeMar is yeah. on the team?
0: Or do, you yeah, just, do, you, do you just see the team without like Kawhi if they, Leonard?
3: If they if they I mean, were, I'm step like, down from Kawhi Leonard, bro. no, I get you, I get you. But if they were like the third seed, the all the John way T. up Murray's until like the injured. last, he's injured, he's hurt. Yeah, but all the way up until like the end yeah, of that's this, a big loss, it's a huge loss, like yeah. the last like few weeks of the season. Who's
2: their squad? Like the Spurs? No, I think people are people are looking at the Spurs and like, yeah, last year Kawhi wasn't there, they still made the playoffs. So they're going to be okay. No, no they're not going to be okay this year. I'm not saying I'm not
3: saying just because they made the playoffs. I'm saying like legit all the way up until like the last two, three weeks of the season where everyone from, like, right. the third seed to, like, the ninth seed were separated by a couple of wins. They did that without Kawhi Leonard. Sure. I th- so this I year, so it's like, it's like the distraction is gone.
2: I just think that, the, you know, the West, the powerhouses in the West, the, the actual powerhouses in the West, you have teams like, like, the top-tier Western Conference teams are obviously the Warriors, obviously the Rockets. Then you're getting into the Denvers and the Utahs of the world, the Oklahoma City Thunders, like, these teams have question marks. The Lakers fall right in there. All right, but so you, I mean, so. Do you think San is better than, than Denver? No.
3: Oh,
0: wow.
2: No, not at oh. all. Not even
3: close. I think just a simple fact because they have pop, I think that just gives them an edge. That's uh,
0: actually my sleeper squad, the Nuggets.
2: I just, th- I just think that the Western Conference, like the powerhouse Western Conference is in those two teams, Houston and Golden State. And I think you're going to see from the sort of like what we saw last year, three through Ten is I mean, going to be a dogfight.
3: Yeah, I can see Utah third. and then LeBron James
2: the best player in three ten.
3: I can see Utah third. I can see OKC fourth. San Antonio fifth. They can battle out with OKC, and then from six on, that's when you see that's when uh, you yeah. see the Lakers. That's when you, yeah, I see the Lakers down like seventh, eighth.
1: Yeah.
0: Hey Zach, where does the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves fall in all this? <laughs> no I think they're missing.
1: Just- yeah, they fall right off the board. I think. I think, they're, <laughs> <laughs> I think they missed the playoffs. I think they're going to have if that yeah, team, and That's and, and that's another team, right? No I, no, I seriously think about it. I mean, they're going to have to deal Butler. There's no way they're going to be able to reconcile that relationship at this point, especially after the other after day. after the other day. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah hey, <laughs>
3: Foreshadowing.
0: <okay? Well>, no, Let's <laughs> talk no, about talk well. about uh-huh. the nail on the coffin. Come on, Joe, you, you thought this wasn't going to come up? In yeah, a, we're a,
3: talking a about. We're not talking about details now. That's all I'm saying. No one missed that. Right. No, yeah, everybody no, no, saw dude.
2: that, shit. Everyone saw I, that no, shit. No one missed it. <laughs> Stevie Wonder saw that shit.
1: <laughs> or at least he heard it anyway. No, um, no, no. No, 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 no Sean he thinks saw,
2: He saw it. Sean thinks he saw it. He, he saw, read every he word. <laughs> Not talking about Braille. <laughs> Didn't read the Audible book. He read that shit. He yeah, saw I, I think... the sit down interview.
1: That team is, uh, they're going to have to move Butler. I really don't see any way around it. And once they do that, you're telling me you trust Andrew Wiggins and cat and the the softness that they're being exposed for. They're going to make the playoffs in that tough Western conference. I don't think so. I mean, it does depend on what they get back for Butler, but I would assume they're going to be looking at future uh, pieces, whether it be picks, whether it be, you know, uh, young players or something like that. It's that, that team took a big step back with this off season. And I think unfortunately, uh, with with Butler likely going somewhere else, I think they're almost semi back into a rebuild at this point. So no playoffs for them.
0: Do you see another team uh, swooping in there and and making a making an offer for Butler, or is it sort of like Miami or nothing at this point?
1: You know, it, wouldn't, it would make a ton of sense to me for a team like Philly or a team like the Lakers to go get him, get a second star out there, get a guy that you can go to in the crunch time that either isn't named LeBron or I mean, in the case of Philly, they, they need a, a closer. They need a killer at the end of the game. So why not go after a guy like that? The question is, what uh, what kind of trade package are they being forced to put together in order to get the player, uh, knowing how many good young players and, and good draft picks that those teams might be able to provide? I think Philly, I mean, imagine that. You put Jimmy Butler on that team, and you can hold most of what they currently have on that roster. Yikes.
0: Yeah, see, that was that's what I was thinking when Kawhi Leonard was up for grabs. But then yeah. you know, I, I think what scared them off was obviously his contract. I mean, he can just leave next summer, and all of a sudden you're left with nothing. So no, I that, think the that's, future's gone. The future's gone, right? right? You'd have to, you'd be sacrificing. If I had to guess on top of my head, a, a Sarage and or picks or something like that, right? Because yeah. they're not going to dangle Simmons or Embiid, obviously. So I, I think oh God, no. that's probably Sarage would be the the centerpiece of the deal, along with faults, other assets, yeah. and and faults. Yeah, yeah, faults would have to be in there. Like, hey. Just take a chance on him. He's he's gonna develop. <laughs> Watch
3: his videos. You know he's he's he's, he's slowly relearning basketball all yeah. over
0: again. They'll sell that false sense of yeah, whatever that is that they have going right now to to quote unquote trust the process amongst their fans. But yeah, I just think Philly's all in with these guys. I, I just don't see them within the next year or two. I don't see them saying like you know what, let's just let's restructure this thing a bit let's let's trade away sorry for this guy or let's do that you know what i mean i just think they they really think that this team is the one that can give boston a run for its money this year and you know years from now
1: yeah for sure the question was phrased as such that where do you possibly <laughs> where would you see him that'd be an interesting spot in terms of trade i mean oh yeah no I, not- I got
0: you yeah <laughs> i'm just throwing it out there i want to see like what other team could could come up on someone like jimmy butler because obviously he's, he's a heck of a player
1: yeah Golden State, there you go. Golden yeah, State Golden State. There.
0: Golden State just adds
1: Butler. Yeah. They it, it's, tough. Butler. it's tough. It's tough. I really don't see another team that has the resources out there to really make it happen. That's why I think the Miami thing made so much sense. You had a team that was willing to move some of their better players in order to be able to kind of get a guy that they thought they could resign long term in there. I mean, you look at the rest of the landscape of the, the NBA. I mean, the don't Knicks, Knicks are Dallas one that can... Dallas, you're saying? Yeah.
2: A little Harrison Barnes action?
0: No, don't listen to him. He's just talking
2: about his ass. What that trade doesn't make sense.
1: No, for, it doesn't. For who?
0: <laughs> for Jimmy Butler.
2: You put Harrison Barnes at Barnes and one of their young guys. Uh, yeah. No. Why not? No.
0: I, I wait. Are you serious right now? I can't tell. <laughs>
2: yes, I am. Sean doesn't serious. know if
0: he's serious or not. He's like kind of. No, I am a hundred
2: percent serious. If you're Dallas and you can package someone around a package around Harrison Barnes, who put up twenty points last year, obviously you're. Dallas is getting the better player in Jimmy Butler. You can make a package around him. Some of their young guys, I don't know. They can make it work. Contracts will match up.
0: Yeah, but I'm just talking about the overall skill level. Like, do you? Do, are you content with it, Harrison Barnes? Are you going to be content? Dragic is not as good as Jimmy Butler.
2: I would take Harrison Barnes over Dragic any day of the week. All right, fair point. But th- no, this, th- then that's it, dude. If you're dig, they, they're going to have to sell Jimmy Butler to fifty cents on the dollar. And if you can get a guy like Harrison Barnes who signed long term can score, would be a potential piece next to Wiggins and Cat. I mean, it is what it is. You sort of bite the bullet. Dallas has been looking for a starter to replace Dirk for a while, so I don't know.
0: I mean, I'm kind of surprised Mark Cuban hasn't even tried it yet, or maybe he has, or maybe he's just scared of Jimmy Butler because, you know, his reputation, that could have something to do with it. Because, you know, he's been trying to get a competitive team together just to keep Dirk around at this point. He's, yeah. he's still trying to fulfill that promise that that he'll get him back into contention before he hangs it up. And, you know, obviously the clock is ticking. And they got point. Luca. Luke. How good is he going to be?
1: Right, probably pretty good.
0: Probably All right, Zach. Rookie of the year. Putting you on the spot here.
1: Wow. Nice little segue. Um, <laughs> yeah, we planned that whole shit
0: out. Scripted. <laughs> yeah,
1: man. I'll take me some Donichich. I love him from Dallas. I think they're going to be running a lot through him, both at the point and at out uh, on the uh, the wing. I think he's got a chance to be really, really solid for them. And honestly, the makeup of that Mavericks team really reminds me of the Jazz a year ago. So we'll we'll say that uh, the Donovan Mitchell of this year is going to be Luka Donachip. So I'll take him. Oh,
0: boy. Who do you guys know? Markel Fultz, baby. (laughs) Is he even eligible? (laughs) He he played a few games last year. Ben Simmons. He fucking better be. Ben Simmons. (laughs) Simmons. Does Ben Simmons play on the uh, sophomore team or whatever? No, no, they do like a Ben
2: Simmons is like Ben Simmons is like that uh eighteen year old who sneaks into like thirteen year old AAU basketball. Oh. Just fucking <laughs> dominates. Oh.
3: That's a little rough.
2: I or like a-, a Dominican. No. <laughs> what was that? Danny Monte?
3: The little you mean, leaguer. you mean Miguel Tejada? <laughs> no, oh, Miguel Tejada's one too.
0: Oh man, the greatest interview when they called him out and they gave him a copy of his birth certificate. He was just like, oh, this interview is over. What did what is this? What, what, what is this? Where'd you get this? Where'd you find this? I'm from the Dominican Republic. <laughs> that was the last time you saw Miguel Tejada on TV. I know two things. How to catch pop flies and slap
2: ass. Come on, good game, slap ass, man. Hey, good game, get some slap ass. <laughs> yeah, dad! Reyes, man. Good game. Stop it. <laughs>
0: <Hey>. <laughs> no, I got Troy, who you got?
3: I got a random, what, for Rookie of the Year. Rookie of the Year. You don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like, the, um, I like this dude down in the, with the Hawks.
2: Is that, really? No. Trey Young?
0: Trey Young. Young? You like silly son of a bitch. That what? That would, that would be a big surprise. Trey Young like is.
2: Oh, really? You like him? Yeah, I like Trey. Really, yeah, I think I think he's
0: garbage, I mean he's gonna be the go-to guy so he'll get he'll, he'll get his opportunity he'll get, his, he'll, he'll get, some. He'll he'll get get his. His,
2: he'll get his highlights and he'll get his points okay so he'll I love get, Marvin he'll get Bagley. points
0: Marvin Bagley's my guy
2: yeah, he'll I get like points, but he'll he'll shoot about twenty four percent from the field <laughs> <laughs> like he'll
3: he'll score like twenty five points on... oh oh so like that because you know Simmons
2: didn't get didn't get his what, what, did, what did he put up thirty 30% from the field last year. I don't I don't think uh, Trey Young's going to come close to averaging a triple double. Wow. He's going to have like one assist a game. Yeah, no, Trey Young garbage. I would actually um eh, Yeah, ba-
0: Bagley I think he's the best wow. player ba- to draft.
2: Bagley could definitely ba- Bagley could definitely take it. I just think it's going to be hard on that Kings team. It's so dysfunctional. Like they're going to mess him up, bro. Like I just don't see how <laughs> they're I just mess don't him see, up. I just don't see how he's going to come out of this good. Like you got drafted by the Kings. Ah, I don't know. Um, you know who I do like, actually, which is strange, that it's a New York Knick, but Kevin Knox. That's his name? Yeah, Knox. Kevin Knox. I know his last name's Knox. Maybe Kevin. You <laughs> <laughs> know what the fuck I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, I got you, man. Balling in the Summer League. Looks like he, from Kentucky. Has a little bit of, like, Blake griffin look to him. Like, has that bounce. Could And the Knicks suck, so I think... He'll get a lot of run, too. So, I, yeah, I, would, I wouldn't I would be surprised if he stakes the rookie of the year.
0: I want to see what Michael Porter Jr. does. Talk about my sleeper team. Like well, the, the that's Nuggets. that's what I'm saying. I, I can't wait to see how this you team got,
2: looks. You got Isaiah Thomas and Michael Porter. Michael, Michael Porter Jr. I almost said Michael Porter Williams. <laughs> <laughs> like Michael Carter Williams. Yeah, yeah, Michael, <laughs> uh, Michael Porter Jr.
0: Jr. Jr. Jr.
2: Now, coming off the bench, that's a solid bench.
0: What do we see out of Isaiah, Zach?
1: Isaiah Denver, I, I'm going to be really interested to see how he plays next to Jamal Murray in that backcourt because I Murray comes off to me as a ball dominant guy, and if Isaiah is playing off the ball, I mean it's it, it's a delicate delicate situation being able to get him to, to let that ball. I mean we saw here in Boston he's at his best when he's driving towards the hoop or he has the ball in his hand. So we'll we'll see how that that meshes. If it meshes well, and either Murray or Thomas can play off the ball a little bit more. Uh, that could be a pretty good backcourt. That could be a lot of points scored between those two guys. Yeah, so, don't sleep on Gary, I, I do. Gary Harris, too. Gary Harris Gary be Harris, yeah, the backcourt, yeah, too. Fantastic. He, he, well, he, I like him a little bit more as a shooter on the outside. He can kind of step off and you know, maybe be a little bit more of just a perimeter guy, more of a spot-up guy. But, yeah, this, 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 that's a, a really sneaky good team out there in, in Denver.
2: Yeah, I, I agree. I think, you know, when you're talking about the Western Conference, I think they – I wouldn't be surprised if they, they get that third seed. DeMarcus yeah, Cousins.
3: Yeah. How do you see him playing out with the Golden State Warriors this year?
1: Uh, It depends on when he gets back. I mean, that Achilles injury is such a big part of the equation. I mean, you got a guy who has been historically a little heavy. And, you know, for a big guy, this is just an absolute uh, kryptonite when it comes to injuries for a big man Uh, between this or a back injury. That's about as bad as it gets for you. He comes back, and if he's even remotely healthy, In that team, he should be fantastic. He can stretch the floor. We've seen him shoot it from the outside. He rebounds the ball as well as anyone in the league, which gives them a whole different dynamic that they haven't had in the past. I mean, he'd be as good a center or as good a big man as they've had in this run that they've been on. Uh, I mean, it's going to be one of those you know, five guys on the perimeter. and If he wants to go inside, he's going to have plenty of room to operate. So offensively, he's healthy. Man, that team is going to be good. (laughs) And I think he'll fit right in. Numbers-wise, obviously, he's not going to be what he has been. But ultimately, th- that team is very good at sharing the ball. They're very good at being able to get other guys involved. But I mean, we've seen players like Zaza, guys like uh, JaVale McGee have very successful uh, ser- uh, seasons with that team. Now you put a guy with the t- talent level of DeMarcus Cousins over there. I mean, it, it's a recipe for a very, very good season if he's healthy uh, and if he can get back you know, sometime before February.
0: Yeah, but if he starts feeling himself, Zach, I don't know, man. I just see Demarcus, you know, in the playoffs, Western Conference Finals, and then when the touches start coming as consistent as he's used to, I don't know. I just think he's gonna, he's not gonna like that. He's not, gonna, it's gonna be a, a a tough adjustment for him. And, and yeah. not to mention the fact that the the way they play, I mean, they're so fast, up and down the court, fast break style. I mean, if he's not getting his touches at the end of those fast breaks, or if, if he can even get his ass up there quick enough, like I, I just see him saying, like, okay, why am I going? Why am I trying to keep up with these guys if I'm not even getting the ball as much as I used to,
1: or, you know, as much as I would like to? Well, fair, but at the same time, he played the best team he's ever played on was last year with the New Orleans Pelicans. And he split the ball pretty well with with Anthony Davis when they were both on the court. and They actually played pretty well together for the most part. That was a, uh, a fun team, a strong team for the, for good portion of the year. I think they might have even gotten better when he got injured, but at the end of the day, it wasn't a bad team when he was on the court. Mm. Now you're putting him into an environment where he hasn't been in a team like this since his days in Kentucky. This is the best team by far, no questions asked, that he's played on, and this is going to be a huge role reversal for him, where he's going to be in a situation where he's winning, he has a lot of positivity around the team, there's an opportunity to do something much bigger than you know, just go out there and put up a 25-15 and 15 night. I, you have a point, we don't really know what could happen with this, but if he's winning, maybe at this point in his career, there is a level of maturity that he's gotten to, where he said, you know what, I do want to win, and, and this was the best way to do it, so... It'll be really interesting. It's definitely a science project, but I think it's ultimately going to work out pretty well for them.
0: Yeah, it's not a bad project for those guys over there.
3: With the Warriors and the Celtics, potentially me in the NBA Finals, who do you got?
1: Take this one to the bank. I think the Celtics are winning it this year. Ooh. Whoa! There you go. Yeah, you call that's a homer. Yeah, <laughs> Jeez. Well, here's the reason why. Here's the reason why. Not because I think at 100% the Celtics are better than Golden State. But I think Golden State has been unnaturally lucky in this run that they've had in terms of injuries. We haven't seen KD go down for a real extended period of time. We haven't seen Steph Curry go down for anything too serious. I and mean, we've seen him miss maybe, uh, you know, a couple of weeks at a time, but not really even more than a month or so. And Clay Thompson's been pretty much available the entire time that they've been on the court. And same thing for Draymond Green. At some point, the numbers you know, ultimately lead you to believe that there is going to be a time where they have an injury and something that doesn't work to their advantage, which is why the DeMarcus Cousins signing really did kind of help them out in that factor that you know, you get that player back, so even if somebody does get hurt, you still have four other guys that can only pick up the slack. But I think they're going to lose a key player this year, and I know it's kind of a strange thing to bet on, but I think either KD or Curry or Thompson goes down. I think something's going to maybe go a little amiss on that team, so I think Boston, when they get to the finals, they take on a weekend Golden State team and they win the thing in seven. Boom. That's,
0: I've thought that too. I'm like, something has to go wrong here because, you know, this run (laughs) has been going on ever since they had, you know, they got Kevin Durant. Everything's just, it's just been so easy for them. But also, I just feel like if you look at, you know, we talked about this, what, like two episodes ago, if you look at the history of, of teams throughout their dynasties, like it just seems like this is sort of the year where things don't go as planned. You know what I mean? Like you, you think of those, uh Lakers teams of the early 2000s, or or even the San Antonio teams, you know, w- whichever uh era you're looking at. I just feel like you know, after two or three years with the, with those guys, like something just seems to sort of like you know, those deep playoff runs start to take a toll on them. Maybe we're yeah. going to see the same thing this year. Oh, we're going for see the Warriors.
2: It. We're going to see it. I think that's why they get to
0: Marcus Cousins. This is their
3: insurance policy. Well, I mean, he's, it's also, it's also a contract year for him. So I think a little bit of what Dutra has said in the past and what Sway is saying in terms of like, what kind of Demarcus Cousins are we going to see? It could be a little bit of both. Right. Right. But what Zach is saying too, if someone goes down, Demarcus is like, oh, here it is. Here's my moment to shine. <laughs> you know, so then that's, that's good for this. That's good for the Warriors. I don't know if it's that so good for Demarcus Cousins. He starts
0: well. fist pumping on, on the bench. <laughs> he's like, yes. Yeah. I still, st- st-
2: I still think like, I think at the end of the year, like, you're going to see the Golden State Warriors being the best team hands, if 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 healthy, easily the best team in the NBA. Easily the best team in the NBA. But there is that chance that I've been waiting for the Warriors to break down for years, too. I mean, it yeah. just seems like something that should be happening. But I mean, says, if says they so. if they like let's let's talk about this, if they get to March and Demarcus Cousins is ready to come back and they could sit Steph Curry for five, six games. You could sit Kevin Durant for five, six games during that stretch. You rest up, you get the team back to full strength, and then you can have DeMarcus Cousins literally win you games when they really don't mean that much in March and April. So, yeah. We'll see. No no chance. No chance anyone's catching the Warriors this year.
0: All right, Zach. Hey, appreciate you stopping by as usual. Um, coming to our live broadcast. Yes, yeah, exactly. Took the words out of my mouth.
1: Absolutely, gentlemen. Uh Good to
0: talk to you. It's been too long. And we got to do it more often. I think that's a no. So. Yeah, that was, that was a no. Yeah, that's all right, man. you not You yes. cut
1: up for a second. I heard live, and I was like, ah, okay, cool, yeah. no, uh, no, no uh, you, What? <laughs> you're, coming, you're coming to our,
3: our live broadcast uh, before uh, opening night There.
2: Is that oh, the top, dude? We'll drink Guinness. We'll get fucking drunk, dude. It'll be great. Perfect. <laughs> see you there. All right.
0: Great. Sounds like a plan. All right, Zach. Appreciate you stopping by, man. Zach Pelican on the Cause of Podcast. That's, that's always fun to talk to. him.
3: That's three for three on our and our guests since the off season. Oh, we're on fire. In terms of we're no, but fire. I'm saying in terms of like
0: who's gonna win the NBA finals. And all three of them said the Celtics. Yeah, but greenie, I feel like it's just kind of saying that just to say it. I don't know. I don't know. Greeny, yeah. if you listen.
3: Greenie, if you're listening, please clarify.
0: Kyle, I, I don't believe the Celtics are winning the championship. No, we know that. But we're just saying guess. I'm not I'm not ready to cross that bridge either. And if it happens, then go ahead. You guys can give me crap in June. We'll see. Right, but anyway, is Zach coming through the live broadcast though? That's what's up. Yeah, he said. Well, he said. He he said he's down. That part wasn't scripted. No, that was natural. No. He, he actually us with that one. So if you want to see Zach, I know you guys want to see Zach. Park, but <laughs> also, we got some other special guests too. I can't, <laughs> I can't tell you exactly who because yeah. it's a, it's a Wait, surprise. Zach's gonna be there. But we got some, <laughs> we got some surprise guests on the list, and you don't want to miss out. Uh, you know where you know where it's at, right? We, we've been talking about this for like two weeks now. The Hop at the Harp, right across the street from the Garden. Six o'clock is the live broadcast. And if you haven't already, send us a screenshot of you subscribe to our podcast and enter your name to win a pair of tickets to see the Celtics versus the Sixers season opener. We'll be announcing the winner live Sunday. Stay tuned for the exact time. We haven't exactly figured that out yet, but it is going to be on Sunday, and we'll make sure we do it before the Sox and Pats game. Come on, we're not stupid here now. We, we know where the of focus course. is going to be by 7 o'clock, okay? Whether you're watching the Pats, whether you're watching this, the the Red Sox, the ALCS, we'll make sure you know if you won or not before that. So stay tuned for that.
2: Yeah, and uh, I've confirmed.
0: What you got confirmed?
2: Uh, Joe Tooney going to be in the building. Left guard for the New England Patriots. At the podcast? Yeah. The live broadcast? Just kidding. No, Look man. at his face, what
0: bro. Why Joe he... Tooney. What,
2: what the fuck? I don't even know who Joe Tooney is, bro. Why would you even do that?
3: <laughs> in the middle of the pass game, sway. Uh... Oh no, what well, at that time? No. That's Tuesday. It's, sorry, Joe. my bad.
0: Don't, Joe Tooney. Don't install be my... in the building. Don't install my intelligence. When
2: Joe comes in, Joe'll be there. He loves the harp. All right, now, you're just lying.
0: Don't believe that, but believe everything else. I don't even know. If and then be- believe this too, because you know.
2: I'll reach out to him. I'll get him. I'll get him there. I'll
0: get him there. Joe's gonna be there. I'll All get right. Him there. All right. Let's get into it, in case you missed it. Let's do it, guys. Let's let's wrap this thing up. It's been long enough. In case you missed it. In case you missed it.
2: In case you missed it. In case you missed it.
0: Jimmy
3: Butler. All right, we touched upon him a little bit in this episode, but if you don't know the situation with the T Wolves, it's been getting stranger by the week. Obviously, he's demanded or requested a trade. He listed his teams. His most recent demand is just to the Heat. No other team Mm. except for the Heat. All right? Now, apparently, Tibbs, that's uh, Tom Thibodeau. Yeah, we know Tibbs. Not Thibodeau, right? Thibbs or Tibbs? No, I I still call him Tibbs. But anyways, he's the coach and the GM. And apparently, he's been driving the price really high and trying to trade Butler. He's uh, he's he's pissed. He's fucking pissed. He wants to hold on to him. Yeah, reportedly, he's he's sabotaged the deal with... uh, the heat that was in place, really?
0: Yeah, he, he was said, discussing. F- he, he feels the way Sean feels about yeah, Drogish. He's like <laughs> The fuck is a Drogish, Or not? That's like if Sean, not trading away that's Butler awful. for Drogish. No,
3: no. If Sean was in charge of trading Marcus Smart, he'd be like, man, I don't know, guys. You really want someone who's been punching, punching the no, picture frames and uh, you know, getting into situations on Instagram with uh, side chicks? I don't know, guys. I don't think. That, I don't think. I don't think Marcus Smart is the guy for you when you know, he's supposed to be. Making him look good. I forgot about that. That's what Tibbs is kind of doing right now with Butler, Instagram model. Forgot all about that. All right, you know, hey. we know, we know. Butler's like it health. happens. We you know, you know. Butler's uh, <laughs> you speaking from experience, Sean? Huh? His health, that stuff that's in question, right? In the last few years. No, comment. No, <laughs> no, no, no comment. comment. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. His face
0: is just uh, well, well done.
3: All right. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> Sliding in the DMs. Anyways, while the T wolves, the higher ups, they want Butler gone. Tibbs is doing everything in his power to make that not happen. So what happens now? If you're, if you're the Minnesota Timberwolves, you're going to make Butler practice, right? Yeah, exactly what they did. First time during the, during the training camp that he made an appearance, young Jimmy made his debut during the, during training camp to, you know, ticked off teammates and fucking coaching staff. And reportedly Butler was aggressive calling out teammates during the entire practice. And then after practice, Butler decides he wants to call a quote unquote players only meeting. All right. Where you know he said that he has no issues with the team, with his teammates, just the organization. And then Jeff Teague later tweeted out saying, "There was no players' meeting." Are you recording? <laughs> <What>? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, T Wolves, what they do? Cancel practice the next day. They cancel practice the next day. <laughs> cancel practice, oh, practice the next geez. day. No media was allowed around the yeah. practice facility wow. during the whole time. What do we think about Jimmy and the T-Wolves? That couldn't have
0: gone any worse. I, I love
3: it. Does any team even take a risk of even trying to trade for Jimmy Butler if all these hurdles are presenting themselves, especially with Tibbs saying or pretending like it's
0: not his fault that Jimmy Butler does, it hasn't been traded yet? I think most teams won't care, honestly. I know that sounds crazy, but at the same time, you have to look back at guys who have been in similar situations. And one of two things either happens. Either he sits out. Actually, you know what? No, they both typically happen. <laughs> He'll sit out for like two or three weeks. They'll find a deal, and for some reason, I feel like it won't be Miami, or maybe it will be. I don't know. It's a strong. It probably won't me. be, it, but it probably won't be. Some Pat Riley's by the way. Some of the team will come in and 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 make an offer. And I don't know, Sean. You made fun of me for this like three weeks ago, but I, I, if I'm Houston, I'm picking up the phone. I'm offering P.J. Tucker, P.J. Tucker, <laughs> Eric Gordon. Eric Gordon. Listen, listen, don't start that. No, wait, don't look at me like that, Joel. Don't start that with P, with P.J. Tucker. No, the, the centerpiece is obviously Gordon. And that's, that's a not a bad thing. a shitty
2: centerpiece.
0: Is he better than Drogage?
2: Yes. Mm. What about that Harrison Barnes thing I threw out there earlier, Ben? No, no man. I'm telling James, you, if, if that was an option, if,
0: only- if Mark Cuban wanted Jimmy Butler, he would have Jimmy Butler. Trust me. Yo, the... Huh. This situation
3: is so absurd to me because if the Timberwolves want to trade Jimmy Butler and Tibbs doesn't,
0: you just get rid of Tibbs, don't you? Mm, but then who, who, do you, who are you going to get?
2: Don't matter. Doesn't matter. What Tibbs going to do with cat Carl Anthony Townsend? But
0: then you just have Andrew chaos it. because the whole team doesn't know who their leader is. Yeah, you're stuck with a guy who doesn't want to be there. Reportedly, they're not as motivated. And this their is leader
3: is Cat, right? They gave him all the money. They gave him all the money because they, 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 were, they were like the trade was already in place yeah. and it's not happening now.
0: He's cashing out.
3: Tibbs is, he's literally sabotaging every, at every chance for the, t- the Timberwolves not to trade.
0: you telling me Gordon can't that? put up 18 on that team? Hayward? No. <laughs> that's not a bad deal, Sean. I'm telling you. They need a shooter. They need someone that doesn't need, they it's need someone that's deal. not ball dominant.
2: That's a bad deal.
0: But I what are their, what, what's deal. the alternative? I think, that, I think no,
2: I think I think it's a rebuild. I think you need to rebuild at this point. You can't just let him go though, or or you can't just have him sit no, out. All no, no, no. I'm not saying that. I mean, turns to you're... the the
3: whole Leonard thing. Like, all right, you don't want to play. We're not gonna. We can't find <laughs> a good deal. Except, you just you just except, sit except out. he's healthy though. That's the thing. yeah. That's, <laughs> that's true. the worst mm-hmm. part about yeah. it. Yeah, but but because he wants to actually play, he's gonna be like, all right, I guess I'm gonna have to practice and kind of mend fences here. But
0: hey, maybe
2: maybe someone can like you know. Call him out for call them a name or something in practice
0: and they can <laughs> sit him out for disciplinary reasons. Who knows? Either way, it doesn't help them out. All right. Stay tuned for that. Yeah, oh, Timberwolves oh, are making the playoffs this year. Oh, by the way, he, uh, in practice, he played with the bench crew to yeah. beat the starters. Mm-hmm.
2: Not the second so stringers, third stringers.
0: Third stringers. Like the, the, the training camp invitees? Yeah. The ones that won't have a job in a few days. In a couple days. Yeah, which yeah. tells
2: you a lot about Jeff Teague, Carl Anthony Towns. <laughs> Andrew
0: Wiggins. How do you let that happen? They no, are they're, a trying to, bunch they're trying to prove a point. They're like, we don't have to practice with if
2: we don't want to. So, yeah. They're, no, they're a bunch of pussies.
0: And he probably. That team is whack. That probably made 95% of
2: all the shots. Carl Anthony yeah. Towns is whack. That whole that whole organization is just
3: all I know in is shambles. All I know is Kevin Garnett is somewhere smiling right now. Yeah.
0: Yep. Not I do He got out. He's like, I saw that coming.
3: Austin Rivers. Remember him, right? Oh. Little old uh, Doc's son over there. what do he do? Got traded from the Clippers earlier in the, in the summer. Where'd he go? To the Wizards. Mm. And Mr. Austin Rivers isn't happy that all the attention in the East is going towards the Celtics <laughs> and not the Washington Wizards.
0: Really, Austin? Okay. Yeah, right.
3: I, I think I saw this. Did he drop an N-bomb? Um, no, he dropped an F-bomb. Oh. Okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's it? <laughs> Where'd you get that from? The sound, I, did, yeah. I, yeah. Oh, I didn't see it.
3: Yeah, so I'm, you know, read what he said. My quote: I think we're heavily slept on. Team's been in the playoffs we. what the last five or six years. Then going on this year, you add me, Dwight Howard, <laughs> Jeff Green. Did you really, just say that, and <laughs> nobody seems to talk about us. Yeah. Okay. So I just think that we're heavily slept on, but that's fine. At the end of the day, we. Nothing really matters until the season starts, and we set the tone for ourselves. I get the hype of a couple of other teams, but I think we have a chance to compete with the best
0: of the East. Yo, this dude wouldn't even be in the league. If it Wait, when did he That saved his career.
3: Next, my, my next quote. All of a sudden, when he's asked, like,
0: a, he, he's a he's a, an important piece to a. Championship contender or, yeah. or a conference now, contender. Now, your
2: dad traded you.
3: Yeah,
0: I know. Right. Yeah, but three years ago, if his dad didn't trade for him, he would be at the league right now. He wouldn't even be in the NBA.
3: When asked about other teams that are being, quote-unquote, slept on, he says, nobody seems to talk about the Pacers because everybody's so fucking gassed up on the Celtics and the Sixers, and rightfully so, they're both talented teams, but is just as good as both those teams, and I think we are in the same situation.
0: End quote. Well, that's not true. Marcus Morris gave him a shout-out. Marcus Morris said that that that's his sleeper team. it's was the Pacers. So, lies. You're lying, Austin Rivers. About his own teammate? Yes.
3: Oh, no, Marcus Morris. Said no, I'm talking about Marcus. No, no, okay, not okay, Marcus. Okay, yeah. okay,
2: Maybe yeah. you are talking
3: about the other person. <laughs> oh, yeah. Conspiracy <'cause laughs> Theory
0: time. I'm glad you caught that. No, na, na. nah, see, this is the problem. <laughs> this <laughs> is the, no, this is the problem. <laughs> no, 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 seriously. No, not about that. The problem <laughs> is... The
2: problem is Marcus Morris is playing for the Wizards.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's... Sabotage. No, the problem is people can't get over the fact that, oh, they're not, they're, they're just sleeping on the fact, I should say, that the Celtics were that close to getting into the NBA Finals and didn't have Kyrie and Hayward. like And listen, Hayward aside, I get it. We don't know what Hayward's going to look like. He hasn't looked that great throughout the preseason. But just adding Kyrie to the mix makes all the difference in the world. <laughs> Meanwhile, what, are you going to tell me the Wizards got better because they got... A Dwight Howard and an Austin Rivers, Jeff Green. Got oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know if you know this, but NBA Jeff finalist
2: Green. Jeff Green. Okay,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. He went off first time in his career. He went off in, in the game, NBA finals. Went last off year. in Game Seven. Yeah, shout out to him
3: and Game Six too. Fucker, You're like stop crying about
0: it. I'm so tired of everyone. Not everyone, but like guys like Austin Rivers, Trisha Thompson, and Trisha Thompson. Like yeah, of all people, right? Like just crying about. They're not favored to win the East. Like, what did you expect going into the offseason? The Celtics were the favorite to come out of the East the moment LeBron James left. Like, get like over the, Wizards,
3: it. the Wizards were the eighth seed and got, got fucking knocked out by the Raptors, who got shitted on by the, by the Cavs. So you tell me how, how, how are the
2: Wizards supposed to be talked about? And the Wizards have snuck into the playoffs like four out of the last five years. As a six, seven, eight seed, like in the Eastern Conference. Yeah. You're not a good team. Well. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you're, if you're staying at a. on to Paul Pierce. Six, seven, and eight <laughs> seed, then just in, in the East? The fuck out of here.
3: Snoop Dogg. Snoop. My homie.
0: Snoop Dogg, huh? This is the first time Snoop's made it. One, one of the best shows <laughs> on
3: television <laughs> with Martha Stewart. Yeah,
0: you
2: love this
3: shit. Look man. it up. Yeah, Steve CG Gold, man. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, about that. potluck, potluck dinner, that. baby. You gotta watch that shit. All right, the homie. Snoop has a cookbook out that includes recipe for a fried bologna sandwich with barbecue chips, right? I'm not lying about that. That's actually one of the recipes in that book, but that's not what this is about.
2: (laughs) Do you know what bologna is made out of? A lot of shit. I've heard that one time it was made out of like the penis
3: of the cow. That's why I've never been a fan of bologna. Yeah. No, just
0: the foreskin thought the whole thing
2: could be just oh, <laughs> i'm just kidding
3: oh, you, you look dead serious <laughs> when you said
0: that
1: shit
2: dude. i'm like wow that doesn't you make it any better bro like wait what? that doesn't make it I any better to, i used to love bologna as a kid and then somebody in middle school told me that and i never ate bologna
0: what ever a, again bro. Cir- what circumcised if circumcised pigs don't count what if what, what if, if me,
3: foreskin? what if me and sean were like that doesn't sound like, okay well in that case that's fine then it's just a foreskin cows don't have foreskin
2: <laughs> asshole it's
3: <laughs> all leathery dude. well the, oh, the homie snoop has his own musical now guys and it's called Redemption of a Dog. <laughs> He's dead serious about this. He's the star in this movie and this, I'm sorry, in this musical with Tony Braxton's sister, Tomorrow Braxton. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Tony Bennett.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Snoop Dogg and Tony Bennett. Tony Bennett. I mean, <laughs> shit, dude. <laughs> Drop it like it's hot. Yeah. So yeah, I was just going to say Antonio Benderis. <laughs> 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 you just took the you just took the, the words out of my mouth. Like it's going to be like his greatest hits.
2: Like what?
3: no, no, it's
2: like a, it's just
0: Nate Dog would be starring in this too if he was
2: still alive. I P Nate Dog. Yeah. Oh, Nate Dog would be all over this. They'd be all over it.
3: It's not like a remake. And I have a clip. It's the story of a
2: of a man trying to find the right way to live, and, and through his searches, he loses his legacy, his fame, and eventually his life, which is his wife. And he has no one to turn to but God. All right. He
3: sounds serious, but I couldn't help not take him serious because yeah, I'm with you. You know, he was, this is, this was the Steve Harvey show that he was on. And even Steve Harvey was like, bro, is it just all about you smoking weed? <laughs> Cause even, even, even Tamar Braxton was like, I know he does what he does and I promote it for him to do, you know, whatever. But Snoop Dogg, it looks like he's, looks like he's like 65 with his like,
0: you know, gray braids. Yeah. It's got the salt and pepper thing looking. Yeah.
3: Uh look going.
0: So So let's go. Let's, let's go check it out. Yeah. I'm down.
3: I mean I'm On down Broadway. I'm, I'm down to, you know, peep the, the cookbook and all, but I don't know
2: about the musical. Yeah, man. we go to we go to the Stoop Dog musical, then we hit up Wicked afterwards. <laughs> Maybe we head <laughs> Hamilton down, head down over to Hamilton. Maybe we catch, oh, us, catch in Boston, a by the way. catch a showing of cats?
0: Oh, so this is gonna be sounds a, like a five thousand great... dollar trip. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a, sounds like a great or, weekend. Or, all right. Let me start saving up. I can't wait.
3: That's it for this uh Snoop Dogg edition of In Case You Missed It In Case You Missed It
2: In Case You Missed It In Case You Missed It It. (laughs) Well done (laughs) Uh, Joe loves him from Snoop Dogg I think Snoop Dogg's overrated as fuck What? As
0: As a rapper? rapper. Yeah Get out of here Hey
3: Hey Brother man Yeah All right. After Pac And Biggie got shot Who did everyone think That was next (laughs) Yeah Back in the mid 90's Exactly Snoop Dogg Was he next? Well so no he wasn't I'm, no, I'm not talking about, about, about Getting killed I'm not talking about like, The oh, next guy that okay. blow up
0: right. So what's the relevance of that The relevance of what <laughs> If you say I, that I, I don't I Does don't, that making no, him a it great rapper somebody, no. I, think, I
3: think it just proved my point somebody, I think it just proved my point It was somebody That was considered At the time At oh, his time Oh because they as, They were the two best rappers Yeah
0: He was the third best I guess At the time At the
3: time Come on,
0: no one could touch a young Snoop,
2: a nineteen-year-old Snoop. He was, he was.
0: Like, I mean, Sean, if you're talking about flow? like his new music, yeah, it's not as good. No, there was, there but, was, a, there was a point in time for Snoop, and, but he's got a catalog.
2: Yo, yeah, I'm, I'm Snoop, cool. Snoop I, I like, ni- I like Snoop as Snoop from '91,
3: '92 to '96.
2: I like Snoop as nice. a character. I like Snoop as a character. Yeah, that's what, that's what I like him now. I don't, I don't, I don't. Yeah. I've never really in particularly cared for him as a rapper. Well, I just feel like it was he
3: you could enjoy his character yeah. on the potluck dinner. <laughs> I will never VH1. watch the part like dinner. Yeah, yeah, you will. I won't make you. Yo, do it. you have a side deal with these dudes or something? Yeah, like you I swear
2: you to God, you he works, stay plugging. He the works show. for the fucking
0: CW or whatever the fucking channel is. VH1, VH1 guy, come on, man! Yeah. Jesus Christ! I see, mean. the only reason I even know about this is because of you. I didn't even know this. Like, like I remember seeing the headlines, but like you just been talking about this for like three years now. It's been two, but <laughs> see, you know exactly how seasons. long it's been two seasons. <laughs>
2: I had to sit through a lot of Martha Stewart fucking living shows when I was fucking. But
3: that's just it though. When you hear, when you first hear that, like my mom Martha used to Stewart. always rock Martha Stewart. Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg together in a show. You're like, whoa, that's going to be awful.
2: But it's, yeah,
0: was a it point, works.
2: There was a point in the early 2000s. Older where, people like Snoop. That's true. Where yeah. it went. It went. We had one TV in my house. Weed is more would, accepted now. Mom would be watching it. It went fucking Martha Stewart to Oprah to Dr. Phil. And that was just the lineup. That was the daytime and lineup. And then. Six o'clock news came on, bro. And before, and, and before that line. <laughs> now she's doing it you. A watch show your will, will you watch
3: your Wheel of Fortune? No, not Wheel of Fortune. Uh,
2: Price is right? I mean, I would have been at school during that time. And what about when you were homesick? Oh, when I'm homesick, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that little yeah. mic. Yeah.
0: Of course. <laughs> Come on down. Yo, by the way, don't some sleep. Some on vacation, bro. Don't sleep on those, uh, 2000 albums, too. There's some good ones in there. The blue carpet treatment was pretty good. We'll have the we'll bumps were stooped on one of these days. Yeah, no, I'm
3: saying about that, that's...
0: Those yeah, that, those years, are his men, nine, nine, nine is,
3: hot. Get the Man fuck out of here. That Friday
0: song night. was not even the best song on there, though. That, was, that, that, that song sucks. Yeah, I want to play some Snoop right now, actually. Right after you get out of here.
3: All right, I'll bump some Snoop. Bump some Snoop. Go back to his... Convince me. His catalog. Convince me. me.
2: Y'all know. He's, he was on some hits. I Dr. Dre wouldn't be Dr. Dre without some Snoop Dogg. Okay, I was just going to say that. You got to pick one, and only one, Dr. Dre or Snoop. Dr. Uh, no, Snoop, sorry. I don't know why I said Dr. Dre. Wait, are, talking about, Dr. rapping, Dre. are talking about rapping or are talking about overall? Rapping. I was talking about rapping.
0: No, you're talking about just music production. Or you not production, but music in general.
2: Albums, fine. Rap, yes. Still Dr. Dre. I mean,
3: all the Dr. Mm. Dre's like- Who has the best album out of there? No, I know, but Dr. Dre's albums, The Chronic,
0: is nothing but Snoop on there.
3: Yeah, it's heavy. It's heavy, heavy, heavy Snoop.
0: Snoop. Chronic and the second one, 2001.
3: He knew he was like, if I'm gonna, if I'm going to be dope- after the NWA, post NWA,
0: I need someone like Snoop. Yeah,
3: but you got to pick one.
0: Pick Dre or Snoop. That's it. Snoop. I'm going Dre because I want. I, I can't not have those Dre beats. I'm Dre's made some Dre of the best. Well. The best beats.
2: With Dre. Without Dre, you don't get Eminem. Without Dre, you yeah, don't that's what get. I'm saying. But like, you saying
3: I said rapping wise.
2: Sure. I'm just. But I mean. Great. Snoop's dealing with Martin mean, Stewart Snoop, now. I mean, and Snoop, Snoop. I'm just saying. But Dre's finding talent like Kendrick Lamar. I mean, it's, it's what it is. It is what it is. I mean, they, they went different paths, all right? Well, let us, <laughs> let us know
0: what you think. Hit us up on uh, Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Tweet at us, Snoop or Dre. And also, take a screenshot of you <laughs> subscribing <laughs> to us as well. Yeah. And iTunes, you enter your name Stitcher, into our contest to win tickets to see Celtics versus the Sixers. Season opener. Guys, we're, we're pretty much here, baby. Regular season. Next time we'll talk to you, we'll be live at the Harp. Check us out. Come on down. And you have another chance to win a pair of tickets. Thanks to our good friends at 1in100.co. Until then, we up out of here.
2: Oh, uh, also, Twitter. Twitter. I don't hate Snoop Dogg. I just think he's overrated. Okay. No, I got you. Before, before everyone starts yeah. saying that stuff. Before you, right. before you get yeah. the hate tweets. Yeah. It's too late. Nah, too, late, nah, too, late right? too late. Too late. Too late. All right. Bye. So
3: so it's all. Right, fine. Fine. It's It's right, so I fucking
2: hate Snoop <laughs>